Hey, 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 everyone. This is Prashant, and I'll be your host for this section of the Mailman podcast called 321 with Mailman. To quickly talk about the format, the guest will be required to share three ideas or books they live by, two people they look up to, and one productivity trick they find super helpful. For those of you who do not know about Mailman, Mailman is a Gmail plugin that delivers your emails in batches at pre-selected times by, at a day. Hence, minimizing distractions, facilitating deep work, and making inbox zero an everyday reality. You can start your free trial at mailmanhq.com. That is M-A-I-L-M-A-N-H-Q.com. You will also find this link in the description below. Today, we have with us Dr. Monica Cox. Dr. Monica is an authenticity coach who enjoys meeting and talking to people in transparent ways and being an advocate for anything related to science, technology, engineering, or mathematics. Basically, STEM. She's also a professor, a presidential awardee, entrepreneur, comedian, and a leader. You can follow her on Twitter at Dr. Monica Cox. I'll put the link again in the description below. She's built a strong following over there owing to her insightful tweets. Definitely do check, it, check her out. Dr. Monica, we are so glad to have you here. I would now like you to say a few more words about yourself and how excited you are to be here. Thank you. Hi, thank you so much, Prashant. It is um, excellent to be here. You said, like, let me tell you how excited I am. Well, um, I'm really excited because I love the fact that this is going to be a very concise um, podcast. I like that the format is consistent and it just aligns with uh, where I am in my life and where we are in the pandemic. So, you know, I am all those things that you said. I like to be funny. I like helping people and I look forward to engaging with you today. Absolutely great. I love the vibe and let's jump straight into the exciting format that I, I have waiting for you. So the number one question I have for you today is what are the three ideas or books that you live by? Yeah, this was a really interesting question for me because I'm a serial reader and I've learned from so many different books. So I want to say that um, there's a book by Dr. Miles Monroe, who happens to be a, um, a, a spiritual teacher. He passed away years ago, but um, it's really about understanding your potential. And he talks about how we are put on this earth for a finite time and we need to not leave the talents that are in us on the earth, like everything that we're supposed to get out of us needs to get out of us before we we leave. Um, I also love um, a couple of sayings by Dr. Maya Angelou. I love her. And these are sayings I've used most recently as a leader, but you teach people how to treat you. And when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Um, I want to break that down a little bit because um, you teach people how to treat you is really important when we think about boundaries. Um, so often we will enter organizations and that's the context that I talk about most. You enter organizations and you think that everybody is on the same page in terms of how um, how they respond to each other. And I think that it's important for you to know who you are before you go into those organizations. And if someone crosses your boundaries, you have every right to say that is unacceptable. So, so I use that in my head all the time. And the second quote that I was telling you is when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time, you know, it's very similar to what um, I said before, where many times you may be in an organization and you have like a supervisor or you have someone and you expect that person to be a person of integrity. 
but they're not. And so just because someone is in a position, that doesn't mean that they actually embody the traits they need to within that position. So I know that sounds really negative, but as someone who wants to believe the best of people, I needed those two ideas to make sure that I protected myself and I also am performing as I need to in a work workplace. Uh, great. So uh, have, have you shared all three of your ideas that you had, right? Yes. Great. So following up with my thoughts on these amazing ideas that, that you shared, the first one being that you need to understand your potential as we all have finite time here and we should be, you know, putting it putting it all out of us because uh, we never know when the, all this is going to end, right? And uh, in, while we're living life, we don't really realize this, that, okay, one day all this is going to end. So we keep waiting for tomorrow, but one day that tomorrow won't be there. So let's just make sure to put everything we have in us out there and show the world what we really are. You know, there's no point keeping it all to our, uh, ourselves, right? Uh, the next point that he shared is that teach people how to treat you and get your boundaries to be respected. <clears throat> and, and that's so, so important. And I've uh, learned that the hard way in my own life that, mm. uh, you know, sometimes you cut people more slack because you like them. You say that, okay, let them go. Like, it's fine. Uh, you know, let's not be egoistic. Uh, let them be that way. Or maybe they are just that way. You know, we allow them to uh, allow them to treat us badly. But uh, I realized that that's not the right way, that people only treat you the way you want them to treat you. You know, mm-hmm. you teach people how to treat you. And, uh, and that is by communicating that, okay, this is not how, sh- how I should be treated. This is how I should be treated. And I have had uh, people do it to me that they tell me, okay, I don't like this attitude. I don't like being talked like this. And I always appreciate that. You know, when people communicate that, okay, this is not how I should be treated, I totally respect that and change my own ways, you know, and I've started doing it for myself now. I've gathered the courage to do it for myself now that mm. I tell people that, okay, uh, this is not how I, how I like being treated and this is how I generally like being treated and people are more respectful than you realize. So it's always good to treat yourself respectfully and then others will also start treating you that way. So the next other, other idea that you shared is that when people show you who they are, just believe them. Uh, and I absolutely love that idea, you know. Uh, and it's again, you know, somewhat relating to the point where, you know, you cut some people more slack that maybe this is just how they are. Let's just let them go. Uh, but this is so true. Uh, and it hits you hard when, when it hits you uh, that, okay, I saw those red flags, but I didn't, you know, uh, recognize those, acknowledge those. I just let them be. And now it's hurting me hard, right? Uh, yes. So it is really important that when people show you who they are, just believe them, you know, because that's absolutely correct. Uh, thank you so much, so much for sharing all those three amazing ideas. I absolutely love them and try to live by them. It's not easy to live by them, but I try my best. Okay. So my next question for you today is who are the two people that you look up to most and why? Yeah. Um. So I think I'm going to keep a common theme here with um, just my husband and my father. Um, I My father passed away four years ago this month. So I've been thinking about him a lot. And what I realized is that a lot of the things that he taught me, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what he was doing at the time, but now that I've had a chance to reflect, um, it was really wonderful to 
have been raised by someone who had high standards for me and pushed me, um, particularly within STEM, and who um, who just genuinely loved me. Like I, I just learned a lot about love. That's how. That's why I talk about being treated a certain way. I feel that my father treated me well, and that set the bar for me um, as a woman. Um, it set the bar for me just as a human, so that I don't really take trash from people. And I'll transition over to my husband um, because he has been amazing. Even, you know, after my father passed, I have caregiving responsibilities and we've been married for 20 years. Um, We have a son who's almost three. And I mean, he's just been with me. You know, he has been solid and I have learned so much about patience and um, grace forgiveness, care, humility, empathy, you know, all those things that help me to be a better person, you know, I look out to, I look up to him. So in summary, you know, there are so many famous people I could probably say I look up to, but because I have been so blessed in my immediate life, I have to start with the people who have been near and dear to me first. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I absolutely love that for you, you know. Uh, and a lot of people come on this podcast and say big names that, okay, novel, okay, I follow this guy, this popular dude, you know. But I always love when people come on here and mention someone really close and dear to them uh, who lives with them, who's very close to them. It's very, you know, great to have those people in your life just around you, you can interact with every day. Uh, and if they show you the path, it's life becomes just so much easier if you're just so close to them, right? Uh, I, I yeah, I, I absolutely love this for you, and it's actually similar for me. I'm also very blessed with a lot of amazing people who live very close to me, and that's amazing. And I, I've actually mentioned it on my site, like the, the people I follow, and the first one person on that list is my mother, right? So mm. I, I absolutely love that thing, and you you are totally blessed to have that. So coming on to my last question for you today, what's the number one productivity trick that you really find helpful? Well, um, I love that you mentioned that I have a lot of social media followers because I feel that that is a result of um, being very consistent with them, being consistent with my brand and being authentic. So my trick, my productivity trick is that I do use a couple of tools that help me to um, to auto schedule some things. Um, so one is social jukebox and another is buffer. So um, it is it is wonderful because whenever you think about social media, we often think if you post like once a day, like Twitter is my platform of choice. And you think, okay, I'm posting once a day, so I'm done. But everyone's not on social media at the same time. The algorithm works really differently. And so for you to get in front of people, you need to constantly be there. You need the reminders. And so having a combination of real-time interaction where I'm just posting something, but then having a slew of content that's ready for people helps me to maximize my, um, my reach and to also be able to be very deliberate when I get on social media because I know exactly what I'm supposed to respond to and then I'm off again. So it's really similar to what you said about mailman where it's like batching, but you know, I'm but someone is probably getting a tweet right now, but I'm talking to you. And it's like, how are you tweeting? You're on social media all day. I'm not on social media all day. I'm just 
going to respond to you when I get off or when I have a minute. And then you'll think that I was on social media because people want that presence. They want you to feel like you're always on. And so that is my biggest trick. I'm there, but I'm not there. I absolutely love how you ended that. I'm there, but I'm not there. Absolutely great. Uh, and uh, thanks for sharing that, how you manage your social media and how you manage to grow to around, you know, uh, 30,000 odd followers there. And that's really amazing what you've achieved. And I see that you're still being very consistent with it. And thank you for sharing how you do that. Uh, to, to end this, you know, I, I, when I read that you are an authenticity coach, I got this curiosity and I would like to clear it out real quick. Uh, in very short uh, number of sentences, can you tell me like, what is being authentic all about? What is this thing? You know, and if you're a coach, how do you uh, make people be authentic? You know, if you could give me an answer to that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so thinking about authenticity, um, how do you do it? What is it? Um, it is about just being real. It's about being who you are, who your core is. And we're all different, but it's about presenting that in front of other people. And, um, you know, it is really, it's just helping people to get to that place for themselves. I'm just a guy, you know, I'm the facilitator, I'm the mediator who just gives people permission to be themselves. I, I love the sound of it. Uh, absolutely amazing. So just being themselves, and that's actually hard for so many people, and you just help them, enable it for them. And that's, that's an amazing thing, thing to do, you know. Uh, so thank you for being on this podcast. Those were all the questions that I had for you. There's a very short and concise podcast format, like you mentioned in the beginning. So to end with, if anyone wants to follow your journey or know more about you, what would be the best way for them to follow you? Um, you can always follow me on Twitter um, at Dr. Monica Cox, Instagram at Dr. Monica Cox. I'm on LinkedIn, Monica F. Cox. I have a public Facebook page as well. Um, TikTok is my new thing at Dr. Monica Cox. And I have a personal website, uh, drmonicacox.com. So if you don't know that my name is Dr. Monica Cox, you will know it is Dr. Monica Cox everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Okay, so I'll make sure to all those four or five links that you just mentioned in the description below in the show notes so that people can easily click whichever link they want and reach you. Thank you so much, Monica, for the doing this with us. I loved all your answers. I loved your wife. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs>